0: Now establishing data link. Accessing. Hello and welcome to another episode of Make It So, episode number eight. Eight. We always do that. Yeah. So, so number four, is it, is it eight, and then you repeat the number. All oh, right. Okay. I don't know why we should get out of that. Maybe we now. should. This week we're discussing time travel within the Star Trek universe. Ooh. This is a touchy subject. Sometimes mm. it's done very well, sometimes very badly. I'd vouch for very badly most of the time. Most of the time. Mm. Give me an example of it done badly then, right off the right. bat. Right. Rather, Star Trek 4. How? Yeah. Okay.
1: <laughs> right. You've got several things that make it bad. One is how they logistically do it as in what method they employed to go back in time. Yeah. And I think it's fair to say whenever the actual crew itself deliberately go back in time as something that they are trying to do and are managed to achieve faster than light travel, time travel through time themselves, it's
0: a bit shit. I agree with you there.
1: When they get dragged through a vortex or a wormhole by an unknowing being or in the middle of a temporal war... When it just happens. When it just happens. Then it's generally it's, much better and more believable. Yeah, much better and more believable. Um, and then, of course, where they end up. Generally speaking... The episodes where they end up in the past are a bit shit. The episodes when they end up in the future are quite interesting because there's always the prelude of what's to come, etc. that sort of thing.
0: I can't think of many examples of them ending up in the future. Well, there was the Fool's,
1: Fool's Gold episode, wasn't there? The um, future tense in series four of Next Gen where um, Riker ends up however many years in the future and... Um, oh, that's not a time travel but that's episode. Not, that's not actually a time travel. No, that's episode. a holiday program. Yeah. Ah, tricky so that one. That was, a that was a, bit of a tricky one. But that was quite a good. I, you know, I yeah, they did that well. They did I that enjoyed well. that episode. And actually, the before it turned out to be a ruse, the time travel was quite plausible. That he just had a disease yeah. that made him forget everything
0: that happened in the past twenty years. Very well done, indeed. I suppose it all started with the time travel when they went back to the sixties and Jim Kirk started doing Joan Collins. Right, uh what was that one called? I can't remember. Mm. Uh, it's one of the enhanced ones at the moment, actually so it'll be on a Sky One scene. Bones Don't goes think mad I've seen that one Bones goes mad, jumps through the time vortex into the past. Kirk and Spock have to go back and get him right and uh, it, it begins with the problem because straight away, as with all the time travel ones, we've got Spock's ears to deal with right. And that is something that all the characters in all the different series faced when they had time travel. We mm-hmm. had to explain Data and yeah. Worf and things like that. What oh, was
1: Data's explanation? He was French. That was it. He was or French. Or at least
0: that was Time's Arrow. Time's but Arrow's was French.
1: explanation. He was a Frenchman. That was why he had silver skin and golden eyes. Yeah, the golden-eyed Frenchman. Yeah. Okay. Um, in
0: original Spock, series, Spock it, put a hat on.
1: Yeah, and then he put a bandana around his ears, didn't
0: he? and he in Star Trek Four. I
1: remember one of the, the only one of the few DS Nines that ever dealt with time travel. Um, I think Kira put an elastoplast across her um, or a bandaid across her nose. Yeah, been in a fight, that sort of thing, and uh,
0: the the scene I'm remembering now. There seem to be more time travel episodes in Deep Space Nine, uh, because we had. Uh, no, was I there remember a, more. When in did next the temporal gen. prime directive come along?
1: That's all um oh that was yeah, that was a DS9. The one's a DS9 I can remember is the one the Roswell episode.
0: That's a good one with, Which you yeah, kinda of yeah.
1: forgive them for that for the yeah. fact that it's a quite funny episode. And yeah. The Ferengis are the three little green men in, in Roswell in nineteen forty whatever. who crash landed in Area fifty one. That was quite a good little episode. Um But that, again, was... That was a more plausible one because they go through a rift, don't they? Yeah. But with all of these rift episodes, it's always how they get back which always makes... Gets me a bit knocked off. Because it's always kind of... Shuffled under the carpet at the end of the episode. Even at the end of First Contact, when they like, they're they're still in twenty first century, twenty second century that one. Earth. Yeah, and at the very end of the film, they're just like, "Well, we've worked out how to re- recreate the vortex of the boys ship created uh, at the beginning of the film, and uh, we'll be back to the twenty fourth century in no time." Yeah.
0: Plot of course, Mister Data,
1: engage. So um, that's
0: it. You've discovered time travel. You discovered
1: time travel. Why hasn't it been used since or mm. prior? Yeah, you know, after that, you know. I'd, well, it all gets a bit muddled up in time travel episodes, doesn't
0: it? Yeah, it does. But and there's no consistency. It's one of the examples of Star Trek where you just have to suspend an awful lot. Well, again,
1: Star Trek Four, they establish that a rocket, you know, a rickety old bird of prey, if slung around the sun. Can Travel faster than time, yeah. And if you put in the proper calculations, how exactly you do that, I don't know. What do you put them into? What do you put them
0: into? What does that thing then apply the, them to? The
1: theoretical to? sunshine slingshot time drive that Spock created on the Spock. Um, that you managed to con- you can actually go all the way back to the uh, 20th century, 400 years in the past to find the nuclear vessels, find the nuclear vessels and the whales. Um but yeah, if you do that, yeah, so what, What? what hang on, right, okay, so that works, um, why haven't we
0: done that since, you know? No reason. Well, no reason. No reason. You
1: know, so first, the- thing, first thing I'd do if I was, say, Picard and I'd been slung into the other half of the galaxy and met the Borg for the first time, realised that they're probably going to be coming and really going to fuck the Federation up, get back to the Federation and think, well, hang on a second, if I put the right calculations in, we can slingshot ourselves around the sun and stop Q from ever doing that. All right, okay, let's do that then. Why do they never do that?
0: You can't stop Q doing anything, that's why.
1: Well, you can't stop. That's the Chuck Norris of the future. He is the Chuck Norris of the future.
0: Maybe he's what Chuck Norris evolves into. Possibly. Or maybe
1: that is what Chuck Norris is. Mm. But then, yeah, but that's just an example. But, like, say, for example, with any crisis that they've faced over the years, (laughs) if they know how to travel back in time, which they've established that they do, um,
0: why don't they? Why don't they do something like that?
1: DS9 also had the very famous episode um, Trouble and Tribulations where they go back and that was part of the now, whole...
0: that was genius. That episode was incredible. Mm. Very entertaining and covered some wonderful moments. I mean, when Kirk tells off Cisco, that's brilliant. Yeah, uh, Owen O'Brien, the they're, they're on the line. Yeah, all the stuff with people in the background of... Old footage is amazing. The mm. fight in the bar. Mm. <clears throat> I mean, I was watching the original Trouble with Tribbles the other day, and you're looking at that scene in the bar, thinking Worf and Odo are somewhere in the background. Yeah, you're trying to around. spot
1: them, but of course they're not there. No, but it have been great if, if they'd done on the enhanced episodes. If
0: they'd gone and put them in. Gone and put them in on the enhanced episodes. Yeah. that would have been terrific. They may yet have done that. I they don't may know. Have
1: done that. Probably didn't. They know. won't have done that. It'd be far too much effort. But that would have been incredible if they had.
0: Yeah, that would've been spectacular. And and that was an episode done well. I can't remember how they did the time travel in that one.
1: That was another crazy rift thing. Um, right. it wasn't uh it wasn't them trying to get back in time, it was another mad temporal anomaly. I just which... find
0: it very strange that We go from time travel not being possible to time travel being possible in a variety of different ways. Mm. And you can use whichever one you feel like using that afternoon. You can slingshot around a star, you can create a vortex. Hey, if you pick the wrong one, you can always go back and change it. Exactly. And I just think maybe the writers should have come up with... See, time
1: Time travel just generally makes me wince in sci-fi anyway because instantly... You're opening up to an entire series of paradoxical moments Mm. which are going to eventually come and bite you in the ass on some level. Um, Yeah, I agree. For something that is so based in science, as Star Trek is, you Mm -hmm. you know, it's philosophy as well and everything else, but it is... Science, they're always taking things from a sort of scientific approach, aren't they? I mean, all of the ship's technology is based on ideas that they think could possibly happen, you know, in a certain, certain extent. You know, you've got the technical guide to the enterprise and yes. everything. And yet to take such blatant disregard for all of that with some of the things that they do. I mean, yeah, the butterfly effect, the chaos theory and everything. You know, you go back, you change something, you change everything. And that never really fits in, and then they started messing with it with um, Enterprise, and you thought to yourself, well, that's good that you're starting to do that, but now you're opening up an entire new can of worms because now that you've actually opened up to the possibility that if you change one thing, you change everything, then surely everything should be changing all the time in Enterprise.
0: That's very true, but then you open up a world of pain, Yeah, really. Star Trek has been running so long now, Mm. and it has covered... So many periods of its own history, which is a very rare thing. Mm. It's now it must be difficult for them to be fitting things in, yeah. especially from a time travel perspective. Towards the end of Enterprise, that it was all so complicated and bent out of shape as it was. What well, was the yeah the temporal war? The temporal cold war was the which biggest was... wet fish in Star Trek history. I thought it was a good idea. Mm. But if something had actually happened, if something had happened,
1: but the problem with the idea of a temporal cold war is the fact that it's still based in a linear existence. Yes, and that was the that was the complex bit was the fact that you went back. They went back. It was it was a war being fought in the future, but they were actually fighting it in the past. But they were only fighting it in Scott Bakula's past, not in any other area and you know because obviously if captain archer can't can't fight it if it's going on in Picard's time and then it's suddenly going back on to um, Kirk's yeah. time then then he can't do anything about it so you're still you're limiting the war to a specific time set which didn't make much sense either. And no,
0: it, it was a bad, complicated idea for them to get into, I really think.
1: I don't think because they were... They, were sm- they weren't smart enough... No, not at all. ...to do that story. It the, was a very clever idea,
0: just poorly executed. When you think of the concept of a temporal Cold War, and when you take into the account the butterfly effect, as you say, mm. the, the level of devastation that no one would know about... yeah. In a temporal That's of war. the other problem. I mean, it, it's a non-factor. How long before somebody does something that prevents the beginning of the war in one way, in one way or another? And then how? And then what happens? But then just you a t- send back, nightmare. and
1: then you change that so that the beginning of the war doesn't happen. But then no one knows it didn't happen
0: because you've changed it. But it didn't happen, so you weren't going back to stop it happening, happening in the first place. So how which, did it stop? So how did you and know about it? to the stop The universe it? explodes yeah. on its ass.
1: Yeah. And that's no good for anybody. This has been covered at great length in Hitchhiker's Guide of the Galaxy and Red Dwarf. Yeah. Oddly enough, comedy somehow managed to get around. That's yeah. because they're not
0: taking it seriously in the but, slightest. But they actually incorporate these ideas.
1: Yes, that's both very of those true. have incorporated those ideas into the. You know, the, the thing when they've erased someone from existence, and none of them can remember it because they've been erased from existence. You know, and then you know, so yeah, Back to the Future, yeah. I think the only way to really do Chaos Theory is to do it as a comedy.
0: (laughs) I I would agree, because it's one of those things you just have to suspend belief with. Mm. Star Trek, I think, is very good in that there isn't a great many things that you just have to suspend belief with. Uh, But there are a few things. Mm. It's where does Superman put his Clark Kent outfit when he's Superman syndrome? Mm. Up his ass, I always thought. Up his ass. (laughs) (laughs) That explains his funny walk. Yeah. And the red pants. Mm. Um, one of the other things, Alison pointed out, she asked me the other night, how does, when they do in ship's internal communication on the Enterprise, mm. there's so many instances where someone has opened a channel to someone, so to speak, mm. and that person will say an aside to somebody that isn't heard by the other person, yeah. and then say something slightly louder that is heard by the other mm. person. And how does the computer know when the person is talking to the person on the other end of the communicator? Oh,
1: there's also and the... All that. Um, four to beam up, and there's seven people on the ground.
0: And oh, I does, never how, thought they knocked that
1: one up. How does the transporter chief know which four to beam up?
0: Oh, of course, just generally seven mm. people milling around.
1: There was a tremendous goof, and I can't remember which episode it is, but it's where Picard is just beamed up, and he needs to instantly tell Riker something, and he gets off the transporter pad, hits his communicator and says, um, Riker to Picard. Does he? Yeah, I remember picking that up and thinking it was brilliant. It was just like, Riker to Picard. Riker here. So, No. You just called yourself, and you called yourself by the wrong name. Or maybe the computer knows that, extrapolates that information. Maybe it's just a very
0: clever computer. He would have got the engaged tone on his communicator. Do, do, like do. when you phone yourself. Sorry, Commander Riker is not available to take your message at the moment. Please leave it. This is the Enterprise
1: Answering Service. <laughs> that if you'd good. like to re-record your message at any time, fuck off.
0: Riker, Picard, have you got your foot on Khan again? <laughs> Get it off. <laughs> Stop calling the riser hotline. Oh, I watched Captain's Holiday the other night, and Riker's a cheeky bugger, you know, getting him to get the uh, the big wooden statue thing, no. which is basically the rising equivalent of a 14-inch butt plug <laughs> sort of thing. Yeah. yeah, look at my big butt plug. I want to seek this butt fun thing. Yeah, does make you really want to get a riser. It is, and there's so there's a great deal of sexual innuendo. We're way off the time travel thing. There's we are. a great deal of sexual innuendo in Star Trek, and it's never more.
1: Oh, but there's time travel in Captain's Holiday, isn't there? Oh yes, there is. We
0: have the, uh, I brought it in there. That's, that's it. Um, it's dealt with rather matter-of-factly in that because you have this, the alleged security guards from the 27th century mm. who've come back to get the uh, tox utat. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Brilliant name they thought of there And They have recorded in their history That Picard is the one who finds it Mm. And he finds it And then he blows it up And they go yeah it said you were going to blow it up As well Mm. And you think why didn't you plan for that bit then Yeah you they, found him. They did. He travelled back in time 300 years, but he didn't. Read they the thought next they could chapter. get around it. Yeah, he didn't read the next chapter.
1: Well, that's the uh, that's the always the the classic time travel thing where you read about something happening, and then. Ah, uh, but it says in the history books so that this happens, and then you go back in time to try and stop it, and inadvertently you're actually the cause of it in the, in the first place. Yes. And that's always a good one.
0: That's like Fry's his own mother, in, his own father in Futurama. Yeah. Or grandfather or someone, isn't he? Something like that. Yeah. I think Lister was his own father as well in Red y- Dwarf. Yes, he was, and... Uh, other things that i can't of those yeah
1: that's that that nature that nature it all becomes a bit mind-boggling it's Um,
0: along the bill and ted's excellent adventure school of time travel isn't it uh, if we say we're gonna do that after something and it will just happen well time travel back to last week and steal my dad's keys and leave them here mm. so when we get here now they'll be here oh here they are yeah yeah that's great why don't we all just do that yeah if I go back time to last week and leave my car keys here, I'll they'll be here and I won't be late. Oh, there they are. Mm. Never works. I've tried it a million times. No. You've got to have George Carlin in a telephone box. You do. And play a lot of air guitar. <laughs> it totally possessed my dad. Sadly, my time for air guitar playing has been cut down a lot these days. No. Too uh, really busy um, with the Xbox.
1: Um. Oh, another good one, just on the same lines. Because were they actually from the 27th? 27th century i
0: think they were they, they just were. weren't security guards they were two guys who tried to nick it
1: that's right and then but then there was a one in season five which had the dude out of um honey i shrunk the kids and matt frewer yes the, and he says he's from the 28th century or something like I that. i can't
0: remember that exactly that role was originally written for robin williams was it? It was And he had to pull out At the last minute To do Toys Aww. If I were him I'd regret that And I'd rather have done The Star Trek Because Toys was a piece of shit mm. As a movie uh, But yeah He was He claimed to have been From a later century Than he was But he was actually From the 22nd century And he was stealing A load of Exactly He was stuff. stealing few technology To invent to in tried to steal commerce. data, big mistake. That was it. People regularly try to steal data. Actually, yeah. I've the most toys. Mm. That was that a, one again the other day. That's awesome. a
1: dark Good. episode with the, what the really painful disruptor, and they, they vaporizes the girl at the oh,
0: end. Oh, ever so slowly as well. Yeah. But it's very dark. Yeah, when when they've got the guy in the ring. I remember thinking that was end. really
1: dark when I was a yeah. small child and watching that for the first time. I was kind of like, "Ooh, that's horrible." Didn't it, want to watch that episode anymore because the guy in it
0: was mean. <laughs> You've never been that young and sensitive. Oh, I Certainly was. Certainly not while watching Star Trek.
1: Oh, I was, I was. I got frightened when I watched it. was all series three because there was a massive gap on uh, BBC Two um, broadcasting series three and series four, like years apart. Yeah, I and remember. And I remember seeing series three and I must have been about ten and there were, there were things in series three which terrified me when I was a child. And then later on, series four came along, and like, uh, all right, okay. Although that did have nights, um, ah, uh, what's it called? It's a nightmare one where they all can't sleep properly and they're not dreaming. Oh, that's an
0: excellent episode. I couldn't tell you the name of
1: it. Night, Sh- something like that. Nightshade or something. I can't remember. But that was a good one. That was that was really scary as well. Yes. Yes. Oh, all, no, the, all the all on, all yeah. the corpses have suddenly uh, sat up in the massive. Morgue. Oh,
0: that was awesome! Yeah, that was certainly one of the most frightening moments. Is it possible that you do have a sensitive side deep it, down? It in
1: might there? well be possible. that I have a sensitive side. I wonder if we can ease well, it out of Well, do you know those me? those horror films that you watch? Well, not horror films, like, but I still get. That one, that episode of Night Terror, I think it's called. That makes sense. That might be the one, or something like, something cramped like that. But that episode, even though I've watched far more horrific things on Japanese horror, you know, I've uh, I've worked in a hospital, I've seen far more horrific things. Yeah, you things. worked in a
0: and didn't I've you? I've seen
1: lots of dead bodies. But, the, uh, but still, because that episode haunted me when I was a small child, if I put it on now, I still get the creeps.
0: I still can't watch even, BBC's Ghost Watch. It's, it's so tame by
1: what, yeah. you, by what you've seen as an adult, but because you watched it, because it actually scared you when you were a child, it, uh, it still creeps you out a bit. Alien still creeps me out.
0: It's just members of the crew in body bags. Yeah. They weren't even paid for extras that day, I bet you. They'll no. just got whoever was hanging around. Come here, be zipped up, and just sit up when we give you the mark. Yeah, but it's so
1: creepy there were rubbish bits like Riker goes to sleep and he's in a bed of snakes that was a bit shit um, and Troy floating towards the cloud and going who are you who are you but it was clown. the fact that the, other, the crew of that ship had all killed themselves in vicious horrible ways and you know, killed each other and yeah. you go on the bridge and the captain's been stabbed with a piece of metal and someone's been hit by a fuso barrister stun at close range, and as Commander is Hawk that says. a wharf
0: impression? Yeah, that, that
1: was a wharf. That was my best wharf impression, not too bad. Okay, Success.
0: not as good as my Sulu, though, is it? No, not as good as Sulu, right. but they're not a million miles apart. No, they're not. Now, no, I hear you do them. Oh, we're,
1: wow. we're off on one now here. Yeah, we're on Tangent City. Um, where were we? Time traveling back, future, the present, yeah.
0: past. I, you know, my favorite time travel episode is Time Zero. I hate, I time know you Zero. hate that one, I hate it. I know you do. What do you hate about it? Is it just the data thing?
1: I think it's mainly because it was the end of season two parter and it was the late... Because they established that at the end of season three and they had Best of Both Worlds part one and two. Oh, yeah, sorry, yeah. And then they had Redemption part one and two and then they had Descent one and two and then, you know, and then... Yeah. All good things at the very end of it. And Time's Arrow always struck me as a bit of a lame... 2 part because nothing big... Redemption and Best of Both world. big shit
0: is going off. Oh, yeah, there's a big difference. Between, you know, what was the end, the, the end cliffhanger on Time's Error. I can't remember now. Um, so I one, can't remember. It's that forgettable. I've got to get up to that season again and refresh my memory. Mm. Uh, season five was a bit lame. I don't know. The rec- yeah, I remember now. Uh, a lot of polite
1: episodes, as I like to thing. call them. It was all kind of polite there was like there was one or two like cause and effect and stuff time travel episode cause and effect that was a wicked time travel episode remind me the enterprise blows up several hundred times oh of times. course
0: when they're stuck in the time loop yeah. beginning with the poker game mm. and the number three yes is clue. must nice. depressurize the cargo bay. bay don't try the tractor beam it won't work yeah Terrible that I know these things, but there you go. Great one. Great one.
1: Oh, another one. Yesterday's Enterprise. One of my favourite no, episodes. That is a good one. That was a good one. Because that wasn't a time travel episode as such. That was a time disruption episode. Yes. Yes, but, it was. But well, I suppose technically
0: the Enterprise C did travel in time. So. Yeah, it's a time travel one. Yeah, it was a time travel episode. Yeah, um, very well done, the Enterprise C, I thought. Mm. And a very good, interesting idea to bring Tashi Yar back. Yeah. And
1: Captain I- Rachel Garrett. He gets a piece of shrapnel
0: to the face. Yeah, that was quite does. dark.
1: And then Riker gets blown up, and you wish it was real,
0: but it wasn't. I love Riker. <laughs> if I was on the Enterprise, I'd be Riker's mate. Yeah, you'd be Riker's mate. I would. Uh, I always feel sorry for Denise Crosby mm. because I'm not. Su- I'm never sure about in what circumstances she left the series.
1: No, there's a number of different stories. Like one was that she did a Playboy shoot. And they fired her because she didn't have the wholesome image that they wanted for it. Right. Another was that she wanted to pursue her movie career, um, which clearly went far. Um yeah.
0: And th- th- those are the only two I know. Yeah, I think I always hear the movie career one the most because she did come back... Mm. But then the movie career one always
1: goes for everyone else as well. Like Terry Farrell left because she wanted to pursue a movie career. Uh, Michelle Forbes didn't do the Kira role in uh, DS9 because she wanted to pursue a movie career, you know. Yeah. Things like that. And why is it that people who do TV shows to pursue a movie career evidently really don't usually get very far, with the and possible exception to of George it. Clooney.
0: Well, he, he didn't leave the TV show to pursue his movie career. No, he had he a movie did, career, yeah. and then he left the show. That was it. Mm. And nowadays we seeing more and more movie stars going to TV yeah, because it's more regular work and you get paid more. And it's better some ways. In, yeah, I mean, Charlie Sheen gets paid a shitload of money. Mm. Martin
1: Sheen did as well. Yeah. For West Wing. And the fact Coul- Sutherland. Yeah. And- it's now fashionable to become to go back into the TV.
0: Exactly. It never was in the old days. I don't know. Mm. Um, oh, well. Oh, well. I wonder if there'll ever be more Star Trek TV one day. Mm, I hope so. I wait with bated breath. Well, we need more stuff to slag
1: off, so yeah, there must be. <laughs> we, do
0: <laughs> we do slag it off so We do slag much. it off
1: so much. I'm very conscious about that. I hope our listeners understand. We are quite conscious about the fact that we keep slagging off. I think... And yet I own hundreds of Star Trek VHSs. I have put mm. countless hours of... of my own time into Star Trek. I even have about sixty Star Trek books, but you didn't know that. I didn't know that. I've got those at home. I looked at them the other day. I've got one, one. Which one?
0: Uh, the Captain Logs ones. Oh um, no, I mean fiction books. Oh no, I'd, oh no, I have three. I've read one. Now I don't have any anymore. Which ones? It was called The Eye of the Beholder. Uh, Ah, I've got that one.
1: That's a good one.
0: It was. I enjoyed it immensely.
1: That's a good one. Is that where they're in a nebula and it's Wesley and Picard and Data on the cover?
0: There's a thing that makes you vomit if you look at it or something out the window and only Data can look at it and see it and it's, like, just beyond everybody's... Because
1: the books were graphic. The books were quite graphic in places, like, compared to the series. There was one, I remember, where Riker and this ensign being down to the surface of a planet and, uh... The ensign takes a helmet off before they've taken full readings of the planet's atmosphere and it's actually c- comprised of a, com- a corrosive acid. And Riker tells her, no! And then she falls to the ground and like, looks at her and her face is burning into itself and disintegrating. Dark. Yeah. And my parents let me read these books because they thought, oh, they're Star Trek books.
0: Maybe they could do with like a late night version of Star Trek. Maybe yeah. it's 10 o'clock sort of thing. I always thought that'd be a great idea. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, we're way off time travel. We're there. way
1: off time travel. We, we Yeah, we're sticking around on that. Um, what were we saying? It was something we came up with. Like it was cause and effect. That was a good time travel episode because it was quite well contained and they didn't travel very far. No, as well. It's always the the awkwardness of the fact
0: that they tend to end up in twentieth century Earth. That that is generally what they do, isn't it? Mm. Uh, because I would imagine it's easy to do. I think the worst example of that was a Voyager episode. Uh where they went back to present day Los Angeles. And you saw oh yeah, Kingdom I remember guys. that. So you filmed round the corner then. Yeah. That that was what you did that day. You couldn't be asked, clearly. And again, Tuvok had to wear a bandana and all that and
1: Well there was the um past tense part one and two, which was a Deep Space Nine one. In the third season of Deep Space Nine, and that was a random one, but that was a very dark episode because that was all about twentieth, twenty-first early twenty-first century. Bearing in mind, this was like nineteen ninety-six or something when they made it, so it was, mm. you know, it was set in our future, their past, and it was that kind of. Um, uh, it was all about the riots in New York or something like that, and it was sort of like a precursor to World War Three and all the social disorder that was going on at the time. Yes,
0: and, and uh, they so go there
1: was a hero, and he goes back and he gets killed. He gets killed, and, and then he Sisko becomes the hero, him. and he is actually the guy. And uh, what was it? And then that's brought up later on in the uh, Little Green Men episode in Series Four, and Nog looks at a pad and says, "Doesn't this human look like Commander Cisco?" They and Quark says, "Ah, they all look the same," and it's you know it's the guy.
0: Lately. He's, he's really? reading up on Earth history. Ah, uh, I didn't know. I can't wait to see more DS9. It's great. We, we're suffering a great void of it, really. Unless you own it already, there's I've, none on telly anymore. I've got, yeah, I've got all of them. You can borrow. I've, got,
1: I've not got all of them. oh There's some of series two and one I'm missing, but I've got most of them.
0: I'll have to do that. They're on video. Yeah, got, yeah they're on video. Tape. Mm, I know. I never thought we'd see the day. Yeah. But there you go. There we go. That's just it. Should we should we leave this one? Yeah. And do some, a little bit of housekeeping for yeah, the end. Yeah, okay. Okay, so that's the end of our time travel debate for mm-hmm. now. It's been a experience. It has, yes. <laughs> <laughs> We're very tired. Yeah. I think it's fair to say it's my fault for not coming over here till too late. Yeah, you lazy, too late. lazy and bastard. I know I've been sort of very quiet, but... God, my mouth is killing I me. don't know. I think we've been both talking quite regularly.
1: Yeah. You know, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Richard's had a wisdom too far, so you're going to have to forgive him for his... Um, it's just
0: burning inside. ...monosyllabic nature this week. That's it. It's burning inside. I'll be back to normal by the weekend. Sorry. Um... So, the weekend, when we'll be recording another Movies You Should See. Another three another, Movies another You Should three See, which should will be see.
1: released over the subsequent three weeks. We yes. won't tell you what those films are, but we will be doing that.
0: Check that out on the website, simplysyndicated.com slash movies you should see.
1: If you like films and you like film reviews... You'll like Movies you'll, you'll You Should like See. will like Movies You Should See. <laughs> well, we review films. If you like arsey British guys um, reviewing films, even better... Come along, Yeah, it's a great time Every week's fun, it's party um, And there's loads of back episodes for you to download on the website um, If you so desire Yeah,
0: there's loads of other podcasts There's weekend watches and there's How oh, do you think that's just bollocks Frank's coming on that one this week uh, uh, To take over And now you can get them all on one feed as well called Simply Here. That's fantastic. That's our audio channel. Audio channel. So you subscribe to that one feed in iTunes and you get Make It So and Movies You Should See and Bollocks Everything and under one watches. banner That's it.
1: Never again will you have to worry about getting the next episode of Make It So but missing... Episode of movies you should see. Now you can get them all at the same time. That's the way to do it. Fantastic. Uh,
0: Send us some audio feedback. We'll play some clips. Haven't had any in a while. Mm. I think we've got one I haven't played yet anyway, but I'll play that at some point. Uh, And an email. And should we address that one email we did get? Okay, go for it. Actually,
1: where are we? Right, well, Richard finds the email. Oh,
0: I've got it there. I shouldn't have done this at an angle. Uh, This is from Joe... Uh, Who agrees with us and likes Star Trek on many things But he thought Janeway was the best captain Oh, did he actually say the best captain? Yeah Uh, How could you guys not include Janeway for best captain? She was brilliant And that has five exclamation marks after it (laughs) Right Uh, She got everyone on Voyager home When other captains, like the Equinox captain Would have just buckled and lost the plot Plus she actually managed to make a deal with the Borg I'm not surprised she was an admiral in Nemesis
1: Mm. Well, she managed to get them home because she wasn't actually looking at the bleakness of the situation. She was too busy wondering which pair of shoes to have. Had to be a woman captain for that mission. <laughs> I think you have said a few
0: people there, but <laughs> no, never mind. Maybe. I'm so, joking. Um, I disagree with it generally because, first of all, a voice would have pissed me off to the fact I would have shot her on the first day, as I said before. Yeah. With stuckware captain. Oh really? Thud. <laughs> <laughs> That sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, Plus, none of the other captions got tested. Picard would not have buckled under the pressure. No. And he killed a shit ton of Borg. Mm -hmm. Let alone wimping out and negotiating with them. Mm -hmm. He'd have blown them up and killed them all. Yeah. He broke the Queen Borg's spine with his bare hands. I saw him do it. (laughs) Yeah. And he did it all in a vest. Yeah. So, With grey hair, exactly, exactly. You don't. I'm sorry, Janeway. No, no. Peaceful no.
1: solutions. We don't want that. We want
0: big guns. It's that voice. Just someone a little less nasal. I think would have done yeah. That better. Yeah. But thank you for your email. We appreciate that. He also says maybe we consider doing a Star Wars one. I consider there being a Star Wars show, but I'm not bloody doing it. <laughs> I do enough podcasts, and I'm certainly not adding to my geek status by going on about Star Wars. I think you should
1: do. I think you should up your geek kudos and Definitely. do that. No,
0: I'm not going to, though.
1: Wait, if you I'm, do it. I'm, if I'm going to use Linux, um, then you're going to have to do a Star Wars co- podcast.
0: You said Linux on a Star Trek podcast. I know. As you said that, my girlfriend left me. <laughs> <laughs> my trousers got too short and my my coat turned into a green rack and we, we crossed the line, Mike.
1: Well, none of us are wearing specs, though, so that's all right. But we both have <laughs>
0: <laughs> We're just not wearing them. <laughs> that's that's all there is to it. Let's end this, this is before, before it gets much though. worse.
1: I'm actually going to start using a, um, a pseudo-name for the show, maybe, or like...
0: Uh... <laughs> Do it, Mr. X and Mr. Y. <laughs> yeah. Discuss Star Trek. <laughs> Don't know who it is. And we'll put Chipmunk Voice on through GarageBand. It'll yeah. be brilliant. Oh, dear. Let's leave this. Let's thank leave you very this much yeah. for listening. you yeah,
1: again, thank you for your email. Um, so, and if anyone
0: else would like to email us and let us know their uh, opinions about the show... Yes. Go ahead. Or oh, the email address is make it so at com. We should mention what it actually is. Yeah. If you want to phone in and leave an audio comment, it's on the webpage, simplysyndicated.com/ slash... Make it so Indeed So have a look there And join the forum as well They're good
1: Okay And tell us if there's any Time travel episodes We missed out We didn't touch Voyager
0: Did Voyager ever do time travel Yeah oh, we, we did Oh yeah we said that, Yeah Yeah with they the the century And Ed Begley Jr That's right That's it mm. Okay thank you for listening thank Good you very night much. When it comes to movie reviews What do you want is intelligent Grown up conversation If we hear any We'll let you know
1: if Star Trek had been a bit more raunchy, I'm sure it would have got a body up with a big cock to stand in
0: at some point. <laughs> <laughs> movies you should see from Simply Syndicated. Find us at wwwsimplysyndicatedcom movies you should see.